Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is brought to you by Kevin Lovegreen. It can be difficult to find good books for kids about hunting, fishing, and the outdoors. Kevin Lovegreen has created an entire series of early chapter books for young fans of Mother Nature. Click on the link in the show notes and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a great discount on any of his excellent titles. Now on to some shout-outs. Enrico and May shared so many awesome drawings. Great work, you two. I think if you were both characters in the stories, you would operate the traveling carnival of wonders, and you would travel from town to town, putting on shows and selling your wares. Thanks for listening, Enrico and May. Teddy created an awesome Lego structure to recreate part of a scene from the episode Pirate's Booty Part 5. That was really cool, Teddy. I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a magical builder who has the ability to imbue structures with magic, like force fields and invisibility. Thanks for listening, Teddy. Today's episode is titled Lost in the Valley Part 4. Our heroes spent some time exploring their new pirate ship. Ben-Ben was especially excited at all the gear down in the hold. Look at all this stuff, Ben-Ben said dropping another large wooden crate on the deck. This is awesome! You know you don't get to keep any of this stuff, right, Ben-Ben? said Stella. What are you talking about? We stole the pirate ship, so we get to keep it. And that includes everything on it, said Ben-Ben. Well, we didn't steal the pirate ship, interrupted Tatiana. We? We just took it. It's not stealing if you're stealing it from a bad guy. It's just taking. We just took it, that's all. I'm just saying that probably lots of stuff on this ship is stolen. It belongs to someone else, said Stella. Oh no, I'm not doing all that again, said Tatiana, sailing endlessly for months to return stuff the pirates stole. I did that once already. We are going directly to Elmwood and only stopping when necessary. Yeah, okay, I get that, but if we come across whoever this stuff really belongs to, then we gotta give it back, said Stella. Everyone agreed, and they continued rifling through all the tools, weapons, and treasures on the pirate ship. The ship was pretty old and creaky, but it was big and fast and full of stuff. 
The heroes were able to travel for three full days before needing to stop for more food. Throughout their entire journey, the ninjas and June kept their eyes on the horizon, looking for more ships. They knew they really kicked a hornet's nest when they stole from the pirates and stranded them on that island. Some big gang of pirates was surely out hunting for them. All right, crew, said Tatiana, scanning a nearby island with her telescope. We're coming up on an island I've been to before, a place called Brighton. We'll stop here to rest and resupply, but we aren't taking long, so don't wander off. As the ninjas sailed into the docks of Brighton, the dock workers noticed their ship and began to scatter. Shouts of, Pirates! and They're back! Run! rang out as the citizens of Brighton recognized the stolen pirate ship and ran to hide before they made landfall. Why are they all running away? said Ben-Ben as he steered the ship. It's the ship, said June. The pirates must have already attacked them or something. They recognize it as a pirate ship and they're running off. Yeah, don't worry, said Tatiana. They'll remember me. The boat docked, and Tatiana walked up to the buildings of Brighton. Brighton! We're not pirates! My name is Tatiana, and I've been here before! Tatiana yelled out among the buildings. The place was already a bit empty, as so many had already run away. Stop running away! We're not pirates! My name is... Tatiana was interrupted by one of the townspeople. Tatiana? A voice called out from within an alley between two buildings. Tatiana turned and saw a man emerge from the alley. He ran to greet Tatiana, yelling into the air as he went, Everyone! It's Tatiana! Tatiana and the ninjas! Come out! It's all right! The man yelled. Slowly, cautiously, the townspeople peeked around buildings to get a look and soon a small crowd gathered around Tatiana and began peppering her with questions. Are you here to defeat the new pirates? Do you have our things that the pirates stole from us? Where's Tim and Ray? Where's your donkey? All right, all right, I'm sure you've all got a lot of questions, said Tatiana. We're on a journey and are just stopping here to resupply. Some pirates attacked us, so we had to steal their boat. There's a bunch of stolen stuff on the boat, and if any of it belongs to you, you're free to take it back. One of the townspeople spoke up. They'll be after you, though, and they'll probably catch up to you soon. You stole a ship from the 1,000. They're the worst. The 1,000? asked Tatiana. Who are the 1,000? Your ship, see? The resident pointed out to their stolen pirate ship floating down at the dock. They paint all their ships in zeros like that. That's why we thought it was a pirate ship. The 1,000 are the new pirates out here. They own the waters and all the docks for hundreds of miles in all directions. Man, you all could use a few ninja dojos out here, said Tatiana. Your pirate problem's out of control. We don't need a dojo, said one of the townspeople. We've got you. Tatiana sighed. <sighs> Listen, I'm sorry, but we're only passing through, and we don't have time to fight these pirates especially not if there's a thousand of them. We just need to resupply, and we'll be on our way. The people of Brighton, who happened to be standing around, were clearly disappointed. Their shoulders fell, and they shook their heads. They mumbled and dispersed. Some of them helped Tatiana and her crew find supplies at different shops in the town. June and Rye wandered about, happy to take a break from the boat for a while. 
they visited some shops and looked around. Of course, June didn't buy anything. She didn't have any money. She didn't even know what money here looked like. June! Hey, June, over here! Stella yelled from an outdoor cafe nearby. Ben-Ben, Bulis, and Stella were all sitting and enjoying a hot meal. Over the past few days, June had gotten to know them pretty well. She considered them to be some of her best friends, and she knew that if she ever got back home, she would miss them dearly. Have a seat, said Stella. We got you some lunch. Oh, wow. Thanks so much, said June. Yeah, I, I don't have any money. I'd pay you back, but... No worries, said Stella. The cafe owner gave it to us for free. She said any friends of Tatiana's eats for free. Last time she was here, she helped out Brighton quite a bit, so they all feel like they owe her. June sat down and dug in to some of the best food she'd ever had in her life. And it certainly beat the rations they had been eating on the ship. The group enjoyed their meal and the peace of Brighton. It was a nice little village on a nice little island. June was sad that these people were beset upon by pirates so much. It didn't seem fair that the people of the valley had so many ninjas to protect them, but Brighton had, well, nothing really. As the heroes finished their meal and Rye stretched out in the sun on the sidewalk, someone began yelling again. Pirates on the horizon! They're closing in fast! Run away! One of the villagers was again calling for an evacuation of the town. Residents all came out to get a look. Most of them had their own telescopes or binoculars, and they held them up to their eyes to scan the ocean out across the dock. Sure enough, more pirates were coming, and you didn't need a telescope or binoculars to see. Little ship-shaped dots scattered in the distance were growing bigger every minute, headed straight for Brighton. And once again, the residents of Brighton ran off to hide in the forests and smaller villages of the island away from the docks and the awful 1,000. June, Stella, Bulis, and Ben-Ben ran down to their boat. Tatiana was there, examining some of the stolen booty with a few residents. They came up to the deck of the ship when they heard the yelling. She met the other heroes there, and they all looked out to the ocean. Oh, my goodness, said Bulis. I've never seen so many pirate ships. They're coming from all over. The heroes all scanned from left to right, looking for a gap in the pirate ships that they could sail through. But there were too many, and they were spread out so there was no escape from these docks out to sea. There's too many to fight, said Ben-Ben, and there were. They called themselves the 1,000 for a reason, and even 100 would be too many for the ninjas. I've got a little boat on the other side of the island said one of the villagers. There's no dock over there, just a little beach. You'll barely fit in it, but it's yours if you want it. No, we, we couldn't take your boat, argued Tatiana. It's the least we could do, said the villager. And besides, I don't think you have any other option. Tatiana nodded. The heroes rushed down into the pirate ship once again and gathered all the supplies they could carry. They ran following the villager through the forest to the other side of the little island. They didn't stop for a breath, not even for one minute. They knew that as soon as the 1,000 realized they weren't on the stolen pirate ship, they'd rush into the island looking for them. 
June's lungs burned. She had never run so fast and so far in her life. Finally, they reached the little beach where the man kept his boat. It was quite small, certainly not meant for five people and a cat, but it was all they had. They piled in, and Ben-Ben got started right away prepping the little sailboat for action. If they were caught out in the open by the pirates in this little thing, they wouldn't stand a chance. Ben-Ben, steer us right to the closest island, said Tatiana. We're going to need a bigger boat. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. The email is kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Find hours more exclusive stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios.